Hey, I'm Logan. Um, who am I, then? You're the other one. Oh, <laughs> that is not, that doesn't sound good. Yep, Mark, this is um, an episode of Marketer's Cut by Logan and the Bad Boys. You're the Bad Boys. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. All right, great. Um, so this is a episode, or take 12, of our show. We are um, doing some fun. They're not, they're not fun. <laughs> movies this week. Uh, you know, we've made a lot of references to movies coming out in the pandemic era. So now we're doing um, pandemic movies. Pandemic era movies. Well, one is literally a pandemic. Well, I guess. Well, yeah, the other one's really not. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So this week we're talking about the new movie on HBO Max with Anne Hathaway and Chiwetel Ejiofor. It's Locked- called Lockdown. Yes, it is called Lockdown. It's directed by Doug Lyman. And we're also talking about the 2011 11. movie um, about a pandemic called Contagion. Yes, and that is directed by... Lineman Linebacker. Nope, it's directed <laughs> by Steven Soderbergh, um, who we'll talk about later, but he's quickly becoming one of my favorite directors the more of his stuff that I watch. He's a very interesting director. Um, so yeah, those are the two movies we're talking about, and I think the big theme... Especially of the first movie, but also of Contagion in this moment is how much do people want COVID-19 or pandemic movies? Mm-hmm. And um, we're kind of going to get into that a little bit, especially in lockdown. Because um, I think it's an, an interesting topic to talk about. Well, let's talk about it. It's a podcast. <laughs> yes, it is a podcast. Also, listen, I'm going to be real pissed if you refer to me anything, refer to me as anything other than the bad boys. I'm going to be okay. absolutely livid. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So, Lockdown. We talked about how it was directed by Doug Lyman. Here is the synopsis from, sorry, from IMDb. Uh I'm just going to, I'm going to read this and I want you to tell me if you think it is a descriptive, descriptive enough summary of the movie. Mm -hmm. All right. A couple attempts a high risk, high stakes jewelry heist at a department store. That's it. Well, I feel like you should say during (laughs) COVID-19. At least during COVID-19. And like after you say that, sure. Yeah. But you should definitely mention the big COVID-19 part. Yeah, I think so, too. I thought <laughs> I looked at the synopsis and I was like, "This surely they forgot to throw in a sentence here or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that's what it is on IMDb. So um, this movie was released on January 14th, 2021. Uh, one of the first big releases of the year. And I mean, I don't know if we can call this a big release. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. But our first new release of the year. That's true. Um, it was made on a budget of $5 million. Okay. It was shot in 18 days. Okay. Very fast shoot. Yeah. Um, so how do you think this movie was recepted, uh, recepted, received, (laughs) received among critics and audiences? What is your guess? Um, well, you already told me it was bad. Okay. Um, so you (laughs) spoiled it for me. I mean, I would have thought it would be medium. I thought it would be medium. Um, yeah. A little side note. Um, Alyssa just mentioned I spoiled, spoiled, spoiled it for her. It is very hard to do a podcast where you want to maybe uh, surprise your co-hosts with a couple of facts and figures and stuff when you also live 
in the same apartment as them. When you have no other friends other than them. Yeah, you're kind of stuck. You're kind of locked down with each other. Please, and please don't say that. <laughs> and um, everything that I ever learned, I relate to Alyssa. So um, it's very hard to keep something secret for this podcast. That's true. Um, so, yeah, you, you thought medium. Uh, I would. It's a 45% critic score. So oh, okay. not great. Definitely, um, quote unquote, rotten. Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, the audience score. Um, uh, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me okay. guess. 65. Oh, uh, no. You got to think if, if this was, if somebody thought this, this was a rom-com or a high, or a heist movie, do you think they would have been satisfied with what they got? No. So we'll take another take another shot of the audience score. Twenty four. All right, clo- closer. It's thirty three, <laughs> and um, yeah, that starts to kind of get into one of the bigger. What I think is one of the bigger problems with this movie is that it uh, it tries to be a bunch of different things. It tries to be a COVID nineteen movie. It tries to be a heist movie. It tries to be a romantic comedy. Um, it's really neither of those things. Fully. You said you said three things, so it can't be neither because that only implies it's two. It's really none of those <laughs> things fully. Um, it's some of those things at some points during the movie. I agree. I wouldn't. I mean, this is No Ocean's Eleven here, and it's also not a. It's not the Notebook. Um, no, and it's not name the name the COVID nineteen movie that it's not Contagion. Okay, well, okay, yeah, you're right. It's not Contagion. <laughs> Um, which is, it's fine for it to try to like do a bunch of different things in one movie, but it's very hard to market that to any individual person, much less a large group of people. I agree. I thought the movie was fine itself. Um, I enjoyed it. However, when you watch the trailer, you're kind of like, "Mm, well, this isn't really, huh? It's weird. It feels weird the whole time. And I think part of it is that it's, Making direct references to COVID-19, which is something that I think has not been done with great precision. And grace. Yeah. Uh, A big example is um, the NBC sitcom Superstore. Uh, They started this season with a lot of heavy pandemic. Like, they're they're in the middle of COVID-19 in that show now. Um, And there's some stuff in it that's interesting, but a lot of it, especially the first episode of the season, felt like a... A recap, like it was trying to capture everything that um, had happened in like the past six months. <laughs> and I think that's part of what this movie does too, because it's like the beginning of the pandemic. So it's like trying to capture something that, yeah, was only what, 10 or 11 months away from us, but it feels like ages. Mm-hmm. That feels kind of weird. But it also still kind of feels like now, because like she's working from home. We do that now. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think some of the things were relevant. Uh, but that was, they were only two weeks into the quarantine at this time of making, not making the movie, but in the movie. Yeah, yeah, like where I was set. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to hear some uh, some of the critic, like, so when there's reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, you can click on, like, the critic score and it'll list all the critic reviews and there's normally, like, a quick one sentence, like, summary of their review. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's some of them. Um, one is... A sluggish heist comedy set in times of COVID-19 that spends its premise and confinement cliches in its first few minutes. This is by Rene Sanchez from Cine Sin Fronteras. Um, the full review is in Spanish, it says. Uh, 
There's another one that I thought was really good. Um, Stefan Pape, Pape from Common Sense Media. Pandemic inspired comedy has swearing, drinking, drugs. That's, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Now, now I'm th- thinking about it. I do think Common Sense Media is like a, um, like a, oh, what does this movie have? I'm a parent. I want to see if my kid can see this. So maybe, oh, okay. maybe that makes a little bit more sense. Um, <laughs> here's another one, which is actually a positive review. Um, lockdown is inevitably and intentionally of the moment, but I hope some of it's off the cuff spirit last after the pandemic. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. Um, okay. let's see. Uh, this is a kind of harsh one. Um, there's two in a row that I'm going to read. Uh, one from Travis Hobson from Punch Hunt Critics and one from Matt Conway, Battle Royale with Cheese. What a nice... What a nice... Okay. Yeah. What's the So, uh, the Hobson one. Lockdown wants so badly to be of this moment in time that it misses the opportunity to be that as well as entertaining. Okay. A little harsh. Two out of five. Um, and this one is, admirable intentions aside, lockdown doesn't add much to the conversation. Also true. That's the one I think I agree with most. Yeah. I, I sort of enjoyed the movie, but yeah, I do agree. Like, like we're going to talk about later. Contagion made a point, mm-hmm. um, which was that a pandemic can happen and this is what it will look like, which like it really. Well, let's not talk about that yet. Okay. Okay. Um, but this one tries to, you know, say something about the COVID-19 lockdown times and i just don't feel like it actually gets much across completely agree with that as well so um yeah this movie had a really rough critical reception mm-hmm. sounds like it <laughs> yeah and um that when i tried to find marketing materials for it i mean other than a poster and trailer this is all i could find was um when the movie was announced it's a lot of people saying no one wants a COVID 19 movie why are you, why are people making this? And then the movie comes out and it's a lot of mainly negative or mediocre reviews for it, mm-hmm. which, um, I don't think is what Lyman was setting out to make. I think he was trying to make something big at the moment. Um, so you can talk about the trailer and poster. Yeah, I'm ready. So I thought the poster was, a, it's a weird looking poster. It does stand out pretty well in HBO Max's like interface and everything. Um, like the bold purple, but the poster does say, uh, steel diamond exclamation point, (laughs) which is really funny. Um, and then, you know, it has our two leads faces on it and everything. What do you think? Um, the poster was bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, Uh, I mean, I don't disagree, but all right. I mean, that's all you really have to say. It's just two people looking at each other and like some very, I mean, kind of looking Plans, I guess, like uh, yeah, like blueprints, blueprints yeah. with some notes on it, and or it just didn't feel like a lockdown movie to me. Other than when it says lockdown or lockout <laughs> or whatever. Other than when it says the title on it. Yeah. So what about the trailer? Trailer was misleading. Okay. Yeah, because the trailer focuses so much on the heist when that's maybe 20 minutes of this movie. I was shocked at how little we got heist. There was actually, and we might spoil the movie a little bit here, but for a good, I would say over half the movie, we were like, oh, wait, this isn't a heist movie. We were we just <laughs> it misinterpreted the trailer. And then it hit a point where we're like, oh, wait, no, this is no, a heist No, definitely movie. shit. Definitely this is a heist movie. They're just only going to show us in 15 minutes what the heist is like. Wow. Yeah, so very misleading. You're right. Um, 
that's it. Yeah. Those okay. were my sentences. I agree. Now, do you have any ideas for how you would market this movie better? Um, well, I do a better fucking poster. Um, <laughs> All right. No, lay it out for me. Lay I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. So when I was thinking about how shitty this poster was, I was thinking like it would be cool to see them like side by side and they're like in their rooms or something like that or something that makes them feel secluded, but you can tell that they're together. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, something that would be, I mean, cool and also stupid, but like. This is kind of going towards this idea of they're in this house. It's like they're outside of their house or like, but you can see inside. You can see them in their rooms or whatever. It's like, you know, sliced mm-hmm. house. And then outside, it's like the little COVID, the little COVID germs all outside the house. Oh, so you're like, okay. well, damn, they're locked in because there's germs outside. Now, what if, listen, mm-hmm. do you remember the posters for, and like side note, we should do these two movies together at some point just uh, because. Okay. Um, no Strings Attached and Friends with Benefits. Uh, yeah. Okay, so the poster for, I believe, No Strings Attached, but it's one of them. They're, like, laying in the bed. It's, like, white sheets. They're both under sheets, and then they're, like, kind of looking annoyed with each other. Yeah. But they're still in the same bed with each other. Yeah. Just do, like, a very similar poster, all right? No. But have them, like, wear a mask, wear a face shield. You know what I'm saying? I just, I don't think we got enough rom-com. I mean, it was definitely about, like, their relationship. It's true, but they don't care about what this movie is. They market it as a heist movie, and it's like a something else. That's just, what you're saying is just wrong. <laughs> you cannot market it like that. Okay, okay, fair point. Um, well, what, I want to hear your ideas. Okay, so this movie is called Locked, Locked Down. So, I would like... God, I'm, I don't want to hear this about how you see a padlock and it's pointed down. I just don't want to hear it. I, w- I was not going to say anything of the sort. Okay. Like, seriously, I wasn't. I'm, okay. You, you said it. No. I don't want to hear you talk about a padlock I pointing have not, down. There's nothing to say. It's a bad idea. You you said the bad idea. Okay, because I swore that you, you were getting there. I wasn't. Okay, well, tell me where you were getting that. Okay, I'm thinking, and I don't know if you can get Anne Hathaway and Chiwetel Ejiofor to do this, or if you need to get, like, some stand-in actors or something, but I want to see, like, a week-long live stream. Live streaming on Twitch, baby, for the young young folks out there. And um, of them having to be locked down, uh, two people having to be locked down in the same room together, just for a week. Let them live stream the whole thing. See all the drama. It'll be like Big Big Brother. Is that the show? Um, yeah, but shh, shh. I'm gonna add to your idea. Okay. But it's like a prequel, a week long prequel in real time to the movie. Kind of how things led up. What happened around Christmas? We don't know. I want to see. Yeah, this movie does. A side note, again, it doesn't really feel like they were in a long-term relationship ever at any point in this movie. I don't know. I, I can I can kind of get that they, like... Okay, okay. ...were in a relationship. I mean, because now they're, like... They start with the movie kind of separated, so, like, they just don't have that. But you can... I kind of got some history between them, I thought. Um, then you could have done, like, a, a nice character poster. You know movies do character posters? And you could have done a poster with Anne Hathaway, and it says Anne Hathaway, more like Anne Locked Away. Nope. That's a good one. No, it's... <laughs> no. No. Um, 
Tell, Chiu- tell, Chiu- me, tell me about the other guy. Chiwetel Ejiofor? More like Chiwetel Ejiofort, because he's like stuck on a fort. Tris of his own solitude. Okay. Um, Good one, right? I'm actually ready to talk about Contagion. Oh, okay, we are going to talk about <laughs> Contagion now. <laughs> After that, it's like, no, we're done here. We're done. Yeah. I think it's fair that we can have a short marketing section for that movie, because I don't think they did any marketing for it past... Here's this the trailer and the poster. poster. They announced it like two weeks before it came out. <laughs> yeah. That's how like, long they recorded it. They announced it that it was too. coming out. Like it, the movie was known to be in existence, but no oh. one knew when it was coming out. Um, so, yeah. Uh, okay, you're right. Let's talk about um, Contagion now. Wonderful 2011 movie. Yeah. So the director is Steven Soderbergh. Um, which, uh, also another little thread here is that Lockdown is a heist movie, and Steven, Steven Soderbergh is probably one of the most well-known heist directors ever, with Ocean's 11, 12, and 13, and Logan Lucky. That's exactly why we connected these. Sure. <laughs> um, so the synopsis of this movie is a little bit more beefy. Beef it up for me, big boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Healthcare professionals. Beef it up. Healthcare professionals, government officials, and everyday people find themselves in the midst of a pandemic as the CDC works to find a cure. So that th- this was from yesterday on the news. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you've been waiting to say this whole time? No, it's not. I oh. just came up with that right now. That actually, was good. I'm actually a comedian. It, yeah, I mean, it's also the synopsis of this movie, but yes. <laughs> Um, so this movie, believe it or not, opened up on September 9th, 2011, um, made on a budget of $60 million. Opening weekend made $22 million. Uh, worldwide total, it made $136 million. 75 of that was domestic. Um, the rest of it, $60 million, was international. So this movie, I mean, it made over two times its budget back. It, it did well. It made money. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, they never made the Contagion franchise. They never made the sequel. Because you don't need a sequel to the Contagion movie. Yeah, everyone's yeah. just dead. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, do you want to take a stab at how this movie scored critic and audience? Okay, critics said it was a 73 and the audience said it was a 79. No, so 85 critic. Okay. Uh, 63 audience. Interesting. Yeah. Cinema score. This one had a theater release, so we can look at cinema score for um, it. B, that's it. No plus or minus. Really close. It's a B minus. Interesting. Um, now, I understand why people may not be super into this movie. I get it. Um, I get it. Especially, we, so we watched the trailer, which we'll talk about soon. You know, let's save that for the trailer section. Uh, so, before we move into the marketing of that movie, I want to talk about Contagion in 2020. Not the COVID-19, but literally this movie in 2020. Um, well, I um, want to talk about a marketing idea first. Okay, go for it. Um, so this movie came out 11 years ago. How do you make it relevant again? Let me tell you what. You cause a pandemic. <laughs> Are you saying Steven Soderbergh causes the pandemic? I'm saying that it would be a brilliant marketing strategy. <laughs> and then 
it's 2020 and and contagion's the most watched movie of the year and how did that happen i don't know some mysterious bat from china or this man who's known for heist movies Okay. Thank well, you. Hypothetically, if your idea happened, which like Stephen, we know we know you didn't do it. We we know you didn't do it. Wink wink. Um, uh, I don't know. I am unsure. Okay. Um, by March 2020, Contagion was the seventh most most popular film on iTunes, listed as the number two catalog t- title on Warner Bros. Uh, compared to its number 270 rank the past. December 2019, so a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. It jumped up. And it had its average daily visits on piracy websites increase by 5,609%. Oh, my God. Um, HBO Now also reported that Contagion had been the most viewed film for two weeks straight. Wow. Wow. Wow there, as I was what I would say. Yeah. Um, so here's a quote from the writer of this movie. Uh, he said... Wait, when did he say this? This year. Okay, that's year. why I went out. Very so, recently. So 2021? So 2020. Okay. I don't know. I think it was a 2020 interview. It was very recent. He said, It is also surreal to me that people from all over the all over the world write to me asking how I knew it would involve a bat or how I knew the term social distancing. I didn't have a crystal ball. I had access to great expertise. So if people find the movie to be accurate, it should give them confidence in the public health ex- experts who are out there right now trying to guide us. Which I... That's fucking love a that quote. Good point. It's a great point. Like the the movie, there's so many parts in the movie where you're like, how'd they know? How'd they know? Damn, you're right. They knew. And yeah, they knew. Like like COVID nineteen, it's like that. Um, it's like that. Uh, that TikTok where it's like, how are they gonna know? And then Contagion's looking at them. It's like they're gonna know. You know. Yeah. What I'm <laughs> Um, but no, like that's, it's a very good point. And, uh, I mean, when people say like, I mean, yeah, why did this movie hit everything so on the nose? It's because like they consulted scientists and a big thing when this movie came out, was like, it had a great critical reception, but it also had a great reception from the scientific community. Yeah. I think if you have not seen this movie post 2020 or post, um, COVID-19, I highly recommend watching it because it is so similar to now. And it's kind of like, wow, they wrote this movie nine years ago and now we're in a pandemic and it's exactly like this. I mean, it it is insane. Yeah. And like one of the, one of the crazy or the wilder things that I expected or that, that I didn't expect this to hit like so on the nose was the Forsythia thing. So in the movie, Jude Law plays a blogger and he um pretty much tells his audience and millions of people that there is like a cure for the virus in this movie and it's called forsythia so everybody starts going to pharmacies and flipping their shit trying to get forsythia mm-hmm. which is exactly what happened with and now I'm forgetting the goddamn name of it hydroxychloroquine um which uh lots of people including uh the then president said, hey, this is a cure for COVID-19, or this is a treatment, when there had been no science whatsoever to back that up, which is the same thing that happened with Forsythia. Like, down to the, not even the public health stuff, but, like, how people will try to capitalize on it 
they got it right. Mm-hmm. Um, scary that we could have seen it coming and didn't, I guess. Uh, Sam, so yeah, you want to talk about that trailer? Trailer was pretty good. Um, I think it did a good job, pretty much. Um, I mean, this movie definitely isn't spooky. And I feel like the trailer is a little more tense than the movie itself. But good. Yeah, I think the trailer almost makes it look like they didn't show any action, but it's cut so fast and so intense. It almost feels like it's going to be something's going to happen. But the whole yeah. time it's like, well, yeah, people are just dying, but like kind of slowly. Yeah, the movie's kind of fast. It's very slow and like methodical. Um, now, I don't think the trailer did, did anything wrong necessarily. Like it did its job. It makes it exciting. Um, and if people saw the movie and were like a little disappointed because they thought it was going to be like more wild because of the trailer, like that's on them, I guess. I just don't know how the trailer could have, like... That's on the marketing team. I guess it's on the marketing team, but I, I don't think there's a better way to You can't do it. do it that fast. You have to do it slow. But then do people come see it? You got to give you gotta give what it is. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Um, the poster. You want to talk about that? You know, you got the six faces, some of the biggest actors in the movie. Lawrence Fishburne, Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, speaking of, speaking of um, pseudoscience medical cures... Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, the poster's fine. There's people on it. They're do- all doing different things. <laughs> I mean, I really didn't care about it. It was fine. I mean, it does its job. But... I think the colors of the poster are really cool because it's... Yeah. Um, so I saw this trailer when I was... So what? 2011, we were at what, eighth grade? Ninth grade? I was um, a senior in college. In 2011. Yes. We're the exact same age. <laughs> well. We graduated high school in 2015. Okay. So um, in 2011, I remember the trailer for this movie. And I remember really wanting to see it. Um, and I never did. And I, I remember I was too young then. Like, I wasn't paying attention to, like, what critics said about it. But also, this movie was, like, received really well by critics. But I think someone in my family, like my mom or dad or, or grandparents or something, saw it and said it wasn't that great. You know, they were the people that gave it that B minus cinema score. Yeah. And I took their word for it at the time. And I didn't watch this movie until March or April of this year. And highly regret that. Yeah. Um, but I do like the, the trailer um, was very memorable. And the poster was as well. So like when people started talking about Contagion this year, like I knew exactly what the movie was. I knew exactly what the poster looked like. Like, I've remembered it very vividly. i just never seen it before. So I think that's kind of a good sign of, like, some good marketing. That's a good point. They, they were both kind of memorable. Yeah, it was very clear about what it was and stuff, and it had a cool visual, a, a distinct visual style, I think, which is important. Mm-hmm. Um, so how would, how would you market Contagion? You know, like, not starting a pandemic. I don't, I mean, I don't know okay. what else. I have an idea. Okay. I would also start a pandemic. Okay. But listen, so I'm going to spoil Inferno, the Dan Brown book slash movie here. Um, so if you don't want to hear the spoiler for that hit movie, skip ahead like a minute. Um, but in that movie, the whole time they're trying to stop a guy from releasing a virus into the population. Um, and it's it's assumed that this virus is going to kill like a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then by the end of the book, uh, 
they stop they they stop the guy, but they don't stop him from releasing the virus. Like it's like still going out. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh no, we failed. Um, and then it's discovered that the virus doesn't actually kill a bunch of people. It made a bunch of people um, infertile. Interesting. Um, and the the guy, the villain's whole thing was like, you know, there's too many people in the world. We need like overpopulation is a big deal and everything. Yeah, yeah. So they thought he was just trying to wipe out a bunch of people, but he was trying to make it so a lot of people couldn't reproduce. I don't. I don't want to do that, okay? But I do want to, like, release some sort of, like, bug, all right? Okay. Some sort of virus. And then the movie, you, you have a trailer for Contagion. You're like, hey, guess what? 73% of the world right now is infected with a virus that we put out. And everyone's like, ah, oh, no, 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 no. But they're like, but it's not actually, like, a virus that's going to hurt you. It just makes your sweat stink a bit less, you know? It's like a good thing. Okay, okay. Is, all right. Like, I don't know. What's another good plus that you could do? Like, it just, you know, makes your hair grow a bit longer. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't makes know your what to say a little to, bit more toned. I don't know what to say to you. You don't know what to say to me? I'm going to release a virus. This is my second <laughs> Mars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, and then you said, it's like, well, okay. damn, now we're releasing three fucking viruses out <laughs> there, huh? I don't know what this one's going to do, but, like, I mean, you have to give it time. Like, we just had a fucking virus. Like, at least wait until you and I are dead. Uh, As soon as both of us are in the fucking ground, next pandemic. And with that one, um, I don't know. It makes your skin smell like bird seed. And so then the birds land on you, and they, like, are your friends. And people are like, what? This is a pandemic. Boom. It doesn't matter what the fucking pandemic's about. It, you're going to watch Contagion. So <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, you really can't kill people, but you should definitely watch Contagion. And that, that's it. Right. Um, I read another thing. There's a, there's a quick quote in the movie. And it's like, this is one of the army, army dudes, which is like very funny. It's like the, you know, one of the military dudes. It's like, mm-hmm. is it possible that, or it's like someone's weaponizing bird flu against us, right? Someone's oh, yeah. doing that. And then Lawrence Fishburne is like, they don't need to weaponize bird flu. The birds are doing that. So I want a little short film, a short trailer for this movie of like the birds literally weaponizing bird flu. You know what I mean? No, I love that. I, I want to see the little bird. Animated. Yeah, animated. And, like, mm. the birds would be kind of like like the little animals you see in, like, Snow White and Seven Dwarfs, you know? Oh, Like, very, yeah. like, fairy tale type birds and stuff. And they're, like, working in the little tree factory. But they also have guns. Mass, <laughs> mass producing <laughs> bird flu guns, I guess. I don't... Yes. Um, wow. I have an idea. Okay. So, try and promote this movie. What you do is you get bacteria and fungus, and you put it into the shape of the word contagion. And then you let it grow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just remembered that I for, we forgot to talk about this. Uh, this is not an Alyssa original. This is <laughs> no, actually something that... Uh, you heard that, it here first here, folks. This is actually something that I think it, it was Warner, Bro- Warner Brothers Canada did in a storefront in Toronto. They took a, a sign um, and put actual like bacteria in it and then let it grow over time. And then under it, it just said, in theater, September 9th. And... For a while, people couldn't see what it was because the bacteria hadn't grown. But very quickly, a bunch of bacteria grew, and it spelled out contagion. And yeah. people were, like, taking pictures with it and everything. Like, it was really cool because, like, 
in it, they had like bacteria and fungus or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and they used some like red stuff, whatever that is, and then they made like the little uh like hazardy signs with oh, like yeah. the red, and that was really cool because it was like into the logo. Yeah, it's some really great like guerrilla style viral marketing, which is really cool. Kind of the stuff that we always talk about on this podcast, but but um but good. But the boy, yeah, but good, <laughs> and the boy, the boys actually went out and did it. Yep. Um, the marketing, the marketing boys. Should we send the Marky boys? Nope. Okay, we shouldn't. All right. Nope. Um, well, that almost uh, brings us to the end today. But we want to talk about something for a couple minutes before we end, and um, we're going to kind of wrap this whole episode up with the sort of theme about like pandemic and COVID nineteen movies. Okay. And so. Oh, I was going to say, and like, do people want them and stuff? Well, that's, I was going to ask the question, okay, and then okay. you just ruined the whole thing. Then ask it. So do we want COVID-19 media? What do you, do you want COVID-19 media? Um, no. I mean, maybe, but like, no. Locked out wasn't. Lockdown was not good enough to do it. Superstore is just cringy every time we watch it. Like, it just happened. It'd be different if maybe it was more relatable in small ways. Like, and stuff like, oh, everyone's got to wear masks, stay six feet apart. But if it's like, I don't know. If it was more relatable on smaller things, maybe, maybe more like, hmm. Maybe I shouldn't go see my grandma. I don't know. Just like, like there's some real like it's, it's like people are afraid to tackle the real problems that COVID nineteen has brought up. You know, like Superstore tries to make it make it funny, which I get yeah. it. It's a sitcom, and a lot of people go to like their nightly sitcoms for some sort of like escape. No, Superstore does not have that excuse because they just tackled um, systemic racism and. <laughs> Yeah, they just tackled that in uh, in the corporate retailer world. Exactly. But, I mean, they 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 took that on with the more seriousness, which, like, I applaud them for it, than they did. And then they had their entire, like, COVID-19 um, premise, I guess, that they've taken on this season. And, like, what you just said, like, not being able to go see your grandparents, like, that is an emotionally painful and devastating um thing that a lot of people could relate to and like you know maybe some sort of COVID-19 media could could truly like move somebody by like portraying that correctly you know mm-hmm. um one thing that I, I don't think I want stuff like lockdown I don't think I want like light-hearted things about COVID-19 um but mainly because I just I think very few people can do it right and I don't think those people want to be doing it yeah um but what I do think I would enjoy, and maybe not right away, but eventually, is, like, based on a true story type movie. So, not, like, documentaries and not, like, comedies, but, like, stuff about mm. what actually mm. happened during COVID. Mm, mm, mm. And it's sort of because, like, I have this whole, like, I like to sit and watch the world burn kind of thing, you know? Mm. Like, when I see, like, some lady, like, screaming at employees at Walmart because they're telling her she can't walk in because she doesn't have a mask, like, I'll watch all two and a half minutes of that video. You won't. No, um, but you know I love a good, hey, this happened, and we're putting it in this movie. Mm-mm-mm. 
Oh, wait, you say you like this idea. Well, because I like... Oh, I thought you were saying, mm-mm, like, no. But you're like, mm-mm, delicious, tasty. Yeah, yummy, yummy. <laughs> okay. That's what I was saying. <laughs> yummy, yummy for um, my tummy. Show me show me what happened in real life. And let me watch it. Let me experience it. Yeah, I think there are a lot of interesting stories. And it's, it's hard because, like, I mean, hundreds of thousands of people, m- millions like, worldwide, or over a million worldwide, but, like, over 400,000 in the U.S. alone have died from COVID-19. So, like, it's hard to... To um, eth- eth- ethically write up a script and make a movie about a serious matter like that and, you know, profit off of it and make money from it. Um, but there's also the aspect of, like, I do think there are some stories worth telling if the right people can tell them, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of where I'm at with it. But... Yeah, that's our opinion. Uh, COVID movies, maybe in the future. I don't care about media now. Don't give it to us. We don't want it. Show me what it's like to be in the real life. And don't make me too sad about it, but make me be like, yeah, that looks fun. Yeah, Lockdown uh, ain't it. Ain't Contagion, it. I've, I lo- I've watched it twice since COVID started, and I fucking love that movie. So, um, again, why I'm starting to say that Soderbergh is becoming one of my favorite directors because... Like, he did Contagion, and he also did a movie with my name in it that says I'm lucky. Mm. You want to end this episode now? Yeah. All right. Well, this has been an episode of The Marketer's Cut. Follow, uh, follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Marketer's Cut. Find the podcast anywhere you can find podcasts or on YouTube. And learn more at our newly designed website, marketerscut.com. Wee, wee, wee. Um, we also write some pieces in there. So I have a new piece on our website about, uh, the COVID-19 delays and what they mean and, uh, how studios are handling those. And I had a lot of fun writing it and I hope you read it and enjoy it. I also want to thank Jacob Wall for his art. Find more of his work on Instagram at Jacob Art Wall. And yeah, that's it for this episode. We don't know what we're talking about next week. So stay tuned on Twitter and stuff. Um, do you have anything that, uh, that you would like to use your your newly purchased mic for? Just test it out for at the end of this episode? Okay, well, let's talk about how this mic is actually getting older now. It is getting it's older a now. a three-month-old mic. However, I still I want to make money off of it sometimes. Sometimes I just want to do it for fun. This is like I uh, cough. Okay. I'm going to cough into my mic, and you're... Someone and then when somebody makes a COVID-19 movie sometime in the future, they can, we give them permission to take the cough from this movie as a sound effect, from this podcast as well, a sound effect. Well, I was thinking, like, you call in sick to work, and you're like, I can't come in, I'm sick. And then it's my cough happening. Oh, okay. Because okay. they don't really have a cough going on. They can sound kind of hoarse, but they're having trouble, like, really getting the cough. Yeah. So I'm about to do a very sickly cough. Okay, go for it. <coughs> hey, are you okay? Oh wait, sorry, you're doing a cough of the thing. Sorry, it was just so real. I thought you were you were Thank really you sick. Very much. All right, goodbye 50, everybody. Fifty dollars a pop. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna take your money for that. <laughs>